2: I'm funny how? I mean funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What
0: the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's fun. funny. me, sir. God damn it. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta fuck
1: the coast we get together have
2: a few laughs
1: as far back as I could remember I always wanted to be a gangster you ever seen a grown man naked? I'm your huckleberry. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Well, then this calls for the old Billy Barul. That's a huge bitch. The royal penis is clean, your highness.
0: Hey, where are the white women at?
2: yippee ki motherfucker. It's over, Johnny. It's over!
1: Alright. There we go. And it's Friday. It's about 10, 12 p.m. my time. It's about 11, 12 p.m. Anthony's time, then. Correct, sir? You're correct, sir. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on, Anthony? <laughs> late
0: reaction, folks. I had Hello? my mic muted by mistake. Sorry about that, boss. <laughs> Hello. Is this thing on? Hey. Hi. Well, yeah, man. It's another Friday and another time to review a fucking movie.
1: There we go. We are going to review uh, Enemy of the State. But, of course, since this is a movie show, we have to mention uh, Gene Wilder. Passed yes. away uh, this week. 1933... 2016, obviously, um...
0: 2016, on a personal note, can go,
1: fuck itself. Yeah, seriously, man, it's... What a fucking downer 2016 has been for... For wrestling, and for movies, and actors, yeah. and... Music? Yeah. My God, like, every medium of entertainment yeah. is just... Yeah, been hit, and, been and especially shit. this week, yeah. back to back,
0: you know, we had, a. Uh, we found out the news, Mr. Fuji died. You know, had mm-hmm. you Harry Fujiwara. Then the next day we get the news about Gene Wilder. So yeah, that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, obviously Gene Wilder's known for uh, most. Some people are gonna know him for the original movie, The Producers. Everybody knows him from Willy Wonka, Blazing Saddles, yes. Stir Crazy, See No Evil, Hear No Evil with Richard Pryor. Those two movies are. Classic role. Yes, the same, I mean
0: just the scene alone in uh stir crazy. I was just thinking about that today. Richard oh, <laughs> yeah. Fry was trying to teach Gene Wilder how to survive in jail. <laughs> that was oh, great. Yeah. that was a that's one of those scenes that the minute you see it Oh, man. you! I could go years without seeing Stir Crazy, but always, I'll always, always, always remember that scene word for word.
1: <laughs> oh, I, m- I remember the scene right when they're walking into the jail and they're walking with like a, you know, they're bouncing and they're walking and they're going, yeah, we bet, we bet, we bet. <laughs> that's a funny fucking movie, man. I mean, shit, look who's, I mean, that, that's, I don't know, man. He, him and Richard Pryor had that, that chemistry, that that David Spade Chris Farley type of chemistry, you know what I mean. So great, fucking, you know, great guy. Obviously, you know, did yeah, a lot but, of stuff. You
0: know, you, you know just attributed
1: to old age. Yeah, I mean, you know, lived a you know what is it, eighty three years old. Yeah, lived a good life. So, and obviously, if you can't hear, Anthony's like at like a fucking party right now. So. He's he's having fun over there. Uh so
0: good time will be had by you all. Happy yeah. Labor Day weekend, folks. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm on location.
1: Uh, so on that note, let's uh, you know, I, I, we don't really want to dwell on Gene Wilder. One night we'll probably do uh Blazing Saddles, I would say would probably be the best one of those to do. Yes. Yeah. And yeah.
0: we will we will answer the eternal the eternal question. Where are white women at?
1: Yeah, where the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, it, you
0: know, and it kind of that kind of actually ties in. That's a nice little tie in to the movie we're going to be reviewing tonight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cuz the whole premise of Enemy of the State is how uh Big Brother knows what we're doing at all times.
1: Yeah. Yeah, obviously uh like we mentioned we are going to review Enemy of the State starring Will Smith, Gene Hackman, John Voight, Lisa Bonet, who gives me a Bonet. Uh <laughs> Wow, yeah, Box is
0: coming with the one. He's coming with the zingers tonight, folks. You came prepared.
1: There you go. A couple other people that are notable in this movie. Barry Pepper, I don't know if you know who he is, did a great movie with Vin Diesel (laughs) called Knock Around Guys, was in the Green Mile with Tom Hanks. Uh, Jake Busey is in this movie. And Scott Kahn, who most of us will know as Tweeter, and yes, that is the son of tough guy, James Kahn. Yes, yes it is. Yes, tweeter is, the yes, James Kahn. This movie also had Jamie Kennedy, Jack Black, and I'm scrolling through, and there's a small wrestling tie-in in in this movie. Oh, it is? Gentleman named Phil Stamper, who also goes by Nate Stein, Mm -hmm. uh, done a bunch of, I'm surprised Shaheen doesn't know this guy. He has done a ton of stuff. For uh, CZW and everything, so yeah, he did a movie called Ninjas vs Monsters. He was in that, but from 2014, 2013, CZW, CZW, CZW. So, especially he doesn't know who this guy is, but um, and of course Tom Sizemore plays a uh, mob boss in this. What a better! I mean, is, is there a better fucking role for him to play? <laughs> I love Tom Sizemore, man.
0: Oh, you said Tom Sizemore? Oh yeah, yeah. Because you know, movie. I was telling Box before we went live that it's actually been like literally years, double yeah, that... digit years since I actually sat down and watched Enemy of the State. Like, I it's one of those movies I like it, I remember it, but um, yeah, I actually forgot after you name that a uh, little casting list. How many people was actually in this? Like Jamie Kennedy, I yeah. totally forgot he was in it.
1: Yep, he is one of the guys. He's usually in the van with Seth Green, who's also in this movie. Always uh, in the van. Mhm. In the van they're doing that Jack Black is, uh, you know, got a few one-liners in this movie, but um, you know, the the main two the, the main characters you're looking at in this movie are Will Smith, Gene Hackman and John Voight most of the time. So, you know, that's it uh Basically, and like you said, this movie is about what Big Brother can do. Yes, Let's was, ahead it, it, it was ahead of his time. Twenty years ahead of his time. Yeah, movie came out in nineteen ninety eight. Now, this is the way I figure it: any movie is good when it starts off in the first five minutes with a murder. <laughs> when when you can start a movie. And within five minutes, there's a murder happening. I'm already involved. I love it already. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah.
0: It's like hey, but um, let me. I mean, this is during that. This is during that period of time where like Will Smith had like the Midas touch in Hollywood. This movie came out right. You know, this is really came out around that time period. I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. There was a time and like from I would say maybe from. The mid '90s, all the way up to like maybe like the early to mid 2000s, where like Will Smith was like the Midas Touch man when it came to like summer blockbusters.
1: Oh yeah, oh, and like yeah. The, and this is like
0: I don't, you know, I gotta look up the budget information. I don't think this was like one of his bigger hits because this is one of those movies that you don't really hear talked about too much. It really kind of flies under radar. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this is during that time period with Will Smith. You know, I've forgiven him for Wild Wild West. That yes. was. <laughs> i forgive it i'll never sit down and watch it but i I, i've forgiven him for like hey i'm I'm pretty sure he still got a nice
1: paycheck off of that that's a decent movie man you know what and and really he has not done a lot oh my god he's done so many movies no he has not no he has been a part of some good you know uh, chains, you know the Men in Black one, two, and you know three, bad boys. But he's only done like forty total movies. You got to remember this guy started off on a TV show called The Fresh Prince of Bel Air six years. Yeah. But you're right, from 1996 to about uh, about 2000, uh, Independence Day, um, Men in Black, Enemy of the State, Wild Wild West. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, it's one of those.
1: Yeah. Legend of Bagger Vance, I've never seen. But then he started doing some more serious movies. The I, Robot, uh, I Am Legend, Hancock, Seven Pounds. Good, you know, all great movies. Mm.
0: But it's just like, I don't know. And, and this is not going to be a shit
1: on Will Smith. Because he's a no, good actor. No, no.
0: But it, it, I, I don't know. Do you think that, does it seem like kind of like over the past, I won't say decade, but maybe five years, just, like, whatever he's come out with haven't really had the same kind of buzz that it used to have. Like, yeah. I mean, like, you hear like you hear Will Smith, like, there was a time when you could say the new Will Smith movie, there would be a certain buzz. Like, yeah. I gotta see that movie, but it just doesn't seem to be there with him anymore.
1: It really hasn't done much. He kind of lost his touch. I mean, he did, uh, he had a little part in Anchorman in 2013, the second one. He did a movie called Winter's Tale. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Focus... I've never heard of concussion. I know he was in that movie, Suicide Squad. He's in as Deadshot, but he's got a few more movies coming out. So he's got one, two, three, four, five more movies coming out. Obviously, another Bad Boys. So yes.
0: and a little funny aside. I, I might have mentioned this on the uh, our Big Brother show, THD podcast. Wednesday nights, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Mixler.com slash tht podcast. Gene's not here, so somebody had to do it. There you go. Uh, I actually saw Martin a couple months ago, and um, he actually brought up that uh, they are working on Bad Boys 3, possibly a 4, and he told them, <laughs> and I quote, they better hurry up <laughs> before Bad Boys turn into Sad Boys, <laughs> because uh, yeah. he, had, he had made mention of the fact that uh, he was 51. I'm like, my mm-hmm. God. Well, and that just made me feel old as shit. Looks like
1: 2018, they already have Bad Boys for Life announced, which would be number three. Now they already have Bad Boys Four announced for 2019.
0: Yeah, so they must. I I I don't know. Um, I'm guessing they maybe they're taking like the Back to the Future route, and they're going to like film them just like Gorilla Film, and then Mm -hmm. just release them, just keep them like in the can, ready to release,
1: just in case, you know.
0: Yeah, but it's like. I'll give them credit for, uh, I guess, like, not killing the franchise and spacing them out. But do you think they kind of took too much time? Because the first one was such a hit that... Because I remember initially, I think the original plan was Bad Boys came out in 95. And they were originally going to come out with it in 97, the sequel.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But plans fell through and it got delayed by, like, six years. I <laughs> uh, Yeah. I, I, mean, I think maybe well, maybe backed out the last minute because that was like I said that was during that time where he was really starting to blow up and maybe he didn't want to like dive back into that right at that moment he didn't I guess maybe he didn't want to get the fine maybe his people got in his ear and said you don't want to get attached to a franchise and get known as Mike Lowry for the rest of your career and he just said oh I might not want to back off of this but it just seemed kind of weird that there's such a big gap in between bad boys because you know I personally enjoy both of them I'm just Kind of like scratching my head about why the fuck it took them so long.
1: I don't know why it took so long, but it did. I mean, 2003 was the, yeah, 1995 to 2003. Bad Boys 1, Bad Boys 2. I don't know what took so long. Maybe they're just letting it marinate each time.
0: Yeah. Oh, now thanks, Weaves. Weaves in the chat. Will Smith is 47. Yeah,
1: yeah. Also, Weebs Ooh, when the, Let me uh, just
0: say this: When the people from the '90s start aging, mm-hmm. that's when you start. That's when it starts to sink in. Like I think Steve Austin and Sean, they both in their fifties now. So when the '90s people start to age, it's like, oh damn, yeah. <laughs> time is fucking flying.
1: Yeah, Weebs also mentioned one more person who's in the movie for uh, not very long, Jason Lee.
0: That Obviously. mother, I, I, you know, not to go off on a tangent, but it's THC. Uh, mm-hmm. That that dude is so fucking underrated. Go, I'm talking about going back to the Kevin Smith days. I I don't know what it is. I you know you you always hear him wrestling the it factor. I can't mm. tell you why I like the dude. I just fucking like him.
1: <laughs> That's kind of like Judd Nelson, man. He's got, he's got that kind of underrated Judd Nelson thing. But I mean, go back to Mallrats. That guy was brilliant in Mallrats. And if I'm not mistaken, that might have been his first flick. I think it was. And then he was more brilliant in Dogma. In yeah. my opinion, I I I totally agree with you there, man. So
0: my name is Earl, a show that was canceled before its time.
1: <laughs> I didn't really catch much of that. I probably eventually need to catch up on that. So, yeah, I did, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not
0: was a big time fan of the show, but yeah, it, it was good. It, it like I said, it had it had a if you're into like quirky sense of humor, quirky sensibilities, you would like it. It's it's like one of those type of shows.
1: Yeah, definitely. So oh. Let's dig into the movie a little bit, so we can uh, not. I, I know you're somewhere and want to go back to drinking. So. Uh, oh no no no!
0: This is no. See that's the thing. That's the thing about the show. The show's going to get progressively better. Oh,
1: awesome! Stay <laughs> tuned, Wait, folks. Yeah, there you go. We somewhere. No, but this is fun, man. I,
0: you know, I honestly, I you know I like doing the show. I like busting it up with you guys, chat room bops. Oh it's, yeah. Th- this is a good time for me.
1: Hell yeah, man! I I I always like doing this. I was. Exhausted, and finally, I'm feeling like I'm awake. So, all right, let's get into this movie a little bit. Like you said, this movie is a little bit about uh, Big Brother. It starts off with a murder. Obviously, they're trying to get Congress to pass a uh, bill that will allow the NSA to basically video everything everything and with audio so that's what they're trying to get past you know cameras just going everywhere which you know this movie is probably a little bit before its time but this was also when we had big search engines going up and this was a problem that people were talking about you know during this time so it was a hot button issue if you will at this time you know, so, but it starts off, and obviously he's saying he's not gonna pass it. They murder John Voigt and his boys from the uh national uh the n s a murder john uh a guy in order to get this bill passed, so they do get it passed, and uh this movie takes a real good twist uh because uh I don't know it, but well, Let's kind of jump back to that, do you think I mean, this was when all of this stuff was being talked about, going on, cameras were being installed everywhere,
0: yeah, um um yeah, yeah just that you know it, it to me, it was fucked up with the dog, oh, man like i couldn't get I can't get away from the fucking dog dying. I'm not dying, but um, why the fuck did the dog run after the car like he was going to i mean I, I I respect the fact that the dog was loyal.
2: Mm-hmm. But I'm like,
0: did they not think about how the dog is going to get home? They just popped the ball and let him just drown.
1: Yeah, let the dog go. They just didn't even care. I, I think that was kind of to show like how just evil and sadistic these guys are. They just don't even give a shit. I mean, they just killed the guy, put him in his car, dumped some pills out and threw him in, in the yeah. fucking river, you know?
0: Yeah, but I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you saying?
1: No, 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 no. I, I was just asking you. I mean, like I said, this was a time where... This was a hot button issue, you know, national security, you know, search engines were just becoming, I mean, w- w- this was right around the time they were all coming to fruition, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, we were still using dial-up back then, remember that? <laughs>
1: I might have been at this time. Dial-up. And, uh, yeah, yeah, but you know, th- th- this movie definitely was ahead of its time and like I said, I, I just watched that show person of interest. And this really ties into what that show is about because it's a, basically about what this is showing, except a guy built a machine that's even smarter. So the machine can basically talk back to him. It's an artificial intelligence that he built. But so it's better than what they have. But uh basically this movie is about Robert Dean, Will Smith, an attorney. He starts off as an attorney He's obviously a hotshot lawyer in... They're in L.A., right? They're in L.A.? Yeah, they're in L.A. during this movie. He's a hotshot attorney. And, um, you know, runs around.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> but you uh,
1: really But, you know, one of the best parts in this movie you will probably watch is when he goes in to buy the lingerie for his wife. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm. What, what
1: a... a- Great fucking scene in this movie. Thongs and fucking bras everywhere. Love this part. But this is where he meets Jason Lee, and this is where the movie starts to twist. Jason Lee actually accidentally catches the murder on tape. Uh, He was filming the migration of some kind of bird. And uh, catches the murder on tape, and thereafter him, he actually runs, while he's running... From the NSA, runs into Will Smith, hands him the disc without him knowing, and then proceeds to take off out of the store onto a bike. And Jason Lee is done in the movie. He gets hit by a fire truck and dies. Yeah, it's it uh, really not funny. Laughing, but
0: it's only a movie. The guy's very much alive and well. Yeah, it's
1: not funny, but it's like. hey it is, Jason It's funny. Lee. It's, it's not funny, but it's funny. It's one of the. <laughs> You, you when you see Jason Lee in a movie you just don't expect it to be like one and done. You know, quick out done. Oh look, Jason Lee. Oh look. Well, that's kind of that's kind of like Jason Lee's career at
0: this point. He kind of comes in, gives you a quick one-liner, rolls out, makes yes, you money.
1: I guess so. But uh obviously they, you know, through their techniques of the NSA find out that Will Smith does have what they're looking for this evidence that they committed the murder and john voigt and his crew at the nsa begin trying to track down will smith yes now we do have to mention his wife in this movie played Regina king played by there you go regina king is Still kind look of fine a, by the way I just oh to yeah and she's kind of a conspiracy theorist In this movie. I don't give a damn. She still looked fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Turns out she's correct in this movie. Yes. But, uh, (laughs) like, 100% correct. I mean, you know, you got to think about how... uh, Back in 19... uh, They could do this stuff back in 1998. So we're, you know, way ahead of 1998 now. If they had those kind of capabilities back then, which I'm pretty sure some of those were true... Just imagine what we've just grown into some of the really scary shit that they have now.
0: Yeah, because you figure computers, like, computers actually go back to, like, the 60s and Mm -hmm. the 50s and 60s. So you figure whatever we have now, whatever hits the streets now, they didn't have in development for, like, 20 years before.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, take this movie and, you know, probably multiply what we have by, like, a thousand. That's probably how much more scary they are. I mean let's face it. Your cell phone is <laughs> nothing but it, it, it's
0: it's convenient, but it's a fucking tracking device. <laughs>
1: it, it really is. You are holding a tracking device in your hand most of the fucking day. You know? <laughs> I don't want to get into it. I kinda I, I really wish Shaheen would call him into this. We could really probably go into some conspiracy theories with Shaheen. Uh but Well he like, is
0: in the chat, so who knows? I got a feeling we're going to have a lot of guests popping up. It's going to be a good show. Like I said, I'm live on location.
1: Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, I mean, it's... um, I, <laughs> These conspiracy theories... You know, I, I don't want to go all Alex Jones. I've seen the black helicopters above my house. They're flying around. I've seen them all day. I don't want to go all Alex Jones on anybody. But um, some of the things I'm sure that people talk about are true. You know the fact that they can probably turn on your phone camera anytime they want, I don't doubt they can do stuff like that, you know? I really don't. I really don't doubt they can do things like that, but uh, let's not make this a conspiracy theory show.
0: No, no it, it, it all ties in. I mean, this no, is a conspiracy I theories movie.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I just don't want to make it, you know, completely about conspiracy theory. We would be here all yeah. fucking night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I love going into that shit. Hey, hey,
0: look, come on. We we always sidetrack, but it's cool. Don't worry about That's it. That's
1: right. I mean, basically, it's about the thermite paint on the beams on nine eleven. 11 I'm sorry. Right.
0: <laughs> we should do a show dedicated to the magic bullet theory. <laughs> oh, God. They still looking for the magic bullet in
1: Dallas? You're neck <laughs> of the woods. It's too fucking hot. Trust me, the bitch melted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, fucking, it's fucking 10 o'clock here. It's probably fucking over almost 90 degrees. Let me see here, real quick. Let us explain something to you here. Weather bug. Give me my weather bug. Hey,
0: but I'm 80, not thinking too side-track, 85 but, uh, since degrees. I up, since I brought up Kennedy, uh, is there like a big tourist attraction uh, in your area?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like where Kennedy got shot? People just
1: kind of drive by, take pictures? Not so much anymore, but you do see people walking around there all the time, tourists. And I mean, it's it's I mean, it's right downtown. I mean, it, you you I've driven by it many a times, not even thought about it, but you know, it's right downtown. People do walk around it all the time, take pictures. It's kind of creepy, but
0: I mean, do they, um, they have it set up like a monument?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, I drive by it, dude. I, well, come on. I don't know, maybe, I'm not sure, I feel like Tommy right now, Tommy are there kangaroos? I don't fucking know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking go outside, god damn it, oh fuck, so I, I really don't know, I've just driven by it a few times, I've never really, you know, had the time to peek at it, downtown is a very confusing place to drive, so you really gotta be on the ball at all times, so, you know. Just kind of drive by and keep driving.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, here in Philly, obviously Philly's, you know, historical city. We got the Liberty Bell, Independence Hall. So we have a lot of history in our city, but we're not the home of like one of the most famous shootings on the face of the planet. We're famous for random shootings, but nobody of significance.
1: Yeah. I I mean, come on. New York has a bunch of places that's famous for shootings, too. You know, mob boss shootings all over the fucking place in that city.
0: Hey, hey, Box. Is this is this the part of the show where we should go? All lives matter to piss more people off. I, no,
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I mean they do, but I'm like, uh, come on. I don't want to start all this shit. But uh, yeah, I mean we do have some famous shootings. I mean, just up to recently, we have another one that just came up. All the cops got shot. So yeah, it's just know, not a uh, not a great thing. For a city I mean, state. yeah, yeah, all you know
0: all seriousness aside, all, all jokes aside, you know, it's nothing mm-hmm. funny, funny about being known for like uh murders in your city and all that kind of stuff, so uh, no no. Yeah.
1: no not at all, um fuck, where were we? Ah, oh, I think we were just going over the lingerie scene, yeah, <laughs> we were past that, that's right, uh. Basically, like I said, they find out that Will Smith has this. They start chasing him around, and they do it in some crazy ways. I mean, they break into this guy's house. They take everything. Jake Busey steals the guy's blender. Yeah, that's, that was uh, weird. <laughs> they painted his dog. Uh, they, they wanted to make it look like kids did. But, I mean, they were, you know, over those two days, excuse me, excuse me, they replaced... Everything they left him one suit so that they could bug it. they replaced his watch with a bug, his pen with a bug, his shoes with a bug everything he had ended up being bugged you know yeah and, it, and that's just a,
0: that's some scary shit right there to really if you really stop and think about it because nowadays, like I said, they can put a camera in a cell phone they could put a camera in a teddy bear they could put a camera in a can of fucking soda, and you there- would not know it.
1: There are apps out there that can be found that you can literally. It, it's called bluejacking. You can literally bluejack someone. Every phone call they get, you'll get. I mean, there are some really scary things out there right now. You know, so trust me, man. They can do. Your cell phone is. Just, unless you keep your Wi Fi and Bluetooth off you're pretty vulnerable at all times, unfortunately. So, you know, just know that. Keep using that cell phone. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, <laughs>
0: hopefully... and not the you know, fuck it. We, I guess we already went there. Hmm. <laughs> Since we're talking about conspiracy theories, do you think that it's pretty coincidental? You figure like something like Facebook and Twitter and all of these different, uh, you know, Snapchat, I don't... I don't have a Snapchat. I don't have a fucking Instagram. I just I just started using my Twitter this year. <laughs> yeah, I honestly. Much. But um, pretty much. But do you think that part of the reason why these are free sign-ups where you can, anybody can sign up for them, do you think that's part of the uh, Big Brother's plan just to get even more access to you? Because how many times if, during the course of a day, you can go on Facebook, mm-hmm. go on one of your friends, or just go on a random, type in a random name. And just scroll through their timeline and the shit that they post. And you feel like, Jesus, you feel like you know them. You well, don't know them, but you know them. Well, I mean, because you people this. post so much of their fucking life.
1: Oh, yeah. Shit. So much of people's personal life, where they are. Figure, how many times did do, do you pull up a fucking story of people who commit a crime, go home, brag about it on Facebook, and guess who shows up at their door 30 fucking minutes later?
0: It was, a, it, it was actually a deal like that in Philly not too long ago. Where um, basically, uh, I want to say with either Philly or Delaware, like our neighboring state
2: mm-hmm.
0: and a the kid, they, uh, it was at, it was like a, I had a high school and they beat the shit out of this girl. She wound up dying Ooh. and the fucking morons, you know, b- being kids, they get on Facebook and fucking brag about it. And I love the shit. Oh, we got to delete motherfuckers. And this, nope. and, and this is just a public service announcement.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whenever you post shit on Facebook, just because you delete it doesn't mean the shit goes away.
1: It's there's never a, <laughs>
0: gone. There's a little something, there's a little something called an internal hard drive. So mm-hmm. when the cops pull up to your house or your residence, or when they bring your ass into the station and they pull out all of this fucking paperwork, it did who you think where do you think they got it from? The Facebook ferry? <laughs> no. They they can subpoena Facebook and Facebook saves all of your shit. Everything you post, once you put it out there on the internet, it's out there forever in a day. It can yep. be accessed. Yeah, my rant exactly. is over on that, but I just think people, I think people sometimes forget that. They think just because they hit that delete button that, oh, all of my problems go away. Don't no, work like that, folks. Dude,
1: I've heard, listen, man, I've heard, I know a couple of PIs here that, you know, former cops who, you know, just couldn't get many other jobs, so they just decided to start a PI business. They tell me the same thing. You don't understand. Sometimes when they're looking for people, they just follow their Facebook. Sure enough, they'll check in somewhere. And all they got to do is walk in the fucking door. Oh, look, there they are. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. But people love to post their personal life all over Facebook for their friends and don't realize who's looking at it.
0: Exactly, exactly. He, I mean, it's just like, like you said, you know, you people check in. Oh, I'm um, I'm Anthony. I'm at the, I'm checking in at the bar. Mm-hmm. Two minutes later, if somebody's looking for me, oh, I saw you post on Facebook. You was at the fucking bar. Yeah.
1: And then, I mean, it's
0: like, and, and people look up and like, how the fuck did you know where I am? Nah,
1: you can't well, lie to your woman anymore. You can't do shit. If you're going to lie to your woman, turn off your location, turn off your Bluetooth and turn off your fucking Wi-Fi. There's a hint. Free hint for every guy out there fucking around. <laughs>
2: and not to go off on
0: another tangent, but uh, it's fun. Look, I like this discussion we're having right now because it it t- ties into the movie perfectly. So we're not really going off topic. No, not at all. But, um, you know, it, to keep it in line with the uh, cameras and all that shit, there was a time in this country where you can uh do anything and get away with, you know, we reviewed Goodfellas a couple months back. <laughs> to this day, the you know one of my favorite movies. So I, that's my goal. I'm going to mention Goodfellas at least once per show. That's how much I love that fucking movie. But the Latanza heist yep. for years upon years that was the biggest heist on U.S. soil ever, yep. ever committed. And you know why? Because it occurred during a time period where you didn't have social media. If that shit in, that, in today's day and age, you can't get away with shit like that because there's cameras everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like I said, think about it. Like when you even when you speed um, a buddy of mine, we went on the trip a couple of years ago. and You know, you, you kind of like trying to get place to place. You may rush. You might go a couple tads over the speed limit. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you you get that bill in the mail. How the fuck did it? Because there are cameras inserted into the fucking lights now.
1: I use uh, a GPS app called Waze. W-A-Z-E. There you go. Free plug for Waze great free app it's kind of like a social media gps there's other wazers and people on it that report i mean it, it's it's a true gps it'll get you everywhere you're going but people report accidents and this and that there are so many red light cameras man you don't and that'll it, it tells you where they are that that app they're everywhere they are everywhere yes you can't get away. You're you. You're, you're. Let's face it. You have really no private life anymore, unless you're, no, nope. off the grid, off the internet, and, yep, and you can't you know. get away
0: with shit. Because you look at it like I put it to you like this. Box. Say you're at the bar drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this this actually might be based on the true story. <laughs> <laughs> but um, say you're no seriously. Say you're at a bar drinking and you get into a you know a uh, uh, little fight and you beat wind up beating shit out of somebody. Mm-hmm. And then you leave back in the day, if this were like 70s, 80s, even the 90s, up until a certain up until a certain point, you would have been able to leave and get unless there were like eyewitnesses or people that came forward. Yep. You would have been able to get away with it. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, the cops, are they'll be at your house within uh, an hour of you getting home. And they're oh, you questioning you about home. what happened because everybody, first of all, people at the bar probably got their cell phones out. Yep. World star hip hop. They did this cameras. Like I said, oh, he left, the, you know. This is him leaving. This is him leaving the establishment. They'll have you driving up to like. By the time you get leave the bar, get to your car, and up the street, there's about fifty-seven different angles of you already on mm-hmm. on somebody's camera.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, really, man. These ca- and you know what I figured out about cell phones. You want to know what what really is one of the worst thing now about these cell phone videos and cameras and world star hip hop? People don't fucking help anybody anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fuck they you. Someone, matter of fact, yeah. You're on my fuck you list. You can yeah, definitely suck my left dick. They bitch. see
1: people getting their ass beaten. They're just like fucking world star. World star, but, but uh, jump in and help them.
0: Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> That, that that yeah that, you know it's like it's like you know I see people post that shit on my wall sometimes and sometimes mm. it's, if it's just like a scrap or a fight it can be kind of it can be kind of comical That's depending fine. on the circumstances but it, it always boggles my mind you see these deadly situations like not too long ago it might have been around the time when uh the uh whole piss shit milk guy it might have been a, a couple weeks before that I believe uh-huh. remember when the uh the uh the uh, news reporter got shot on air. It was, like, on YouTube and all that. She got yeah, shot yeah, on yeah. a live newscast. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? People had, like, it, it came out that it was, like, 45 different uh, angles of uh, people, like, filming it with their cell phone. Obviously, the cameraman got shot, too, so that's mm-hmm. how they got, like, the hard cam footage. But it, all of these different angles of the fucking thing came out, and I'm thinking, like, I don't expect you to, if somebody's shooting, I don't expect you to fucking play John McClain and try to apprehend the suspect, but <laughs> How about use your fucking phone to call the cops thats yippee somebody that yeah. can defuse the situation yippee big yay motherfucker, oh yeah, all right. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean not the <laughs> but Bobs, could you see yourself like being like that guy in a situation like if you see a, a an injustice going down, could you see yourself attempting to jump in i
1: I'm kinda bound to, <laughs> yeah, I would actually, yeah.
0: Dude, I always like, think about that, you know, because I guess it's like you know, it's real easy to sit here in and, an armchair quarterback a situation, but I always kind of wonder, like, if I see something real fucked up going down, would I be the guy to say, you know what, fuck it, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to take the law into my own hands and you know, see what I can do, see if I can defuse the situation.
1: If 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 I was armed like I usually am, yeah, I would. Uh, I would try to take that guy down who just shot two innocent people. Yeah, I would. I would. Listen, I'm. They tell you as soon as you. Go into that fucking class. They tell you, you need to be prepared to act and know what's going to happen if you do. And that's what they teach you in those classes. But you know, forget all that. B-Max brings up a great point. Not only is no one helping, but they're fighting for free. Fucking assholes, man. They're fighting for free. He's got a point there. Never fight for free. Make some money on it. Tight um, Fuck. Listen to Mike Tyson, never fight for free.
0: Yeah, t- I mean, fucking like, uh, I don't know if they do them too much anymore, but fucking tough man contests back in the day.
1: I think they still do, they're just not as big as they were, those tough man, the strong man contests. Yeah, bad, I
0: mean, like I said, you know, you, you figure, you, win or lose, I, I hear like both sides get like a little cut of the money. Usually not a lot of money, but you know, you get a mm. cut, winner's purse, and you get the uh, runners up. Yeah, why not?
1: Why fucking not, man? Yeah, those I I, I used to watch those. They're, they're they're probably on like ESPN eight, the Ocho. That was a dodgeball reference for anyone out there. Yeah, I
0: got, I got it.
1: ESPN eight, the Ocho. Yes. <laughs> we need to do that movie one night too. Yeah, fuck, we need to do a yeah.
0: We definitely need to do like a Vince Vaughn type of movie because I'm oh, yeah. not so much now, but man. He was a fun, he's a funny motherfucker.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right, let's, uh, back into the movie, I guess?
0: Yeah. We're almost Uh, done, folks, with the movie.
1: Pretty much. I mean, at this point, um, Will Smith is basically trying to get away. Now, before we can do that, we do have to set up that he, again, I mentioned he was an attorney, now, that's important because he does go see Tom Sizemore in this movie. He was a mob boss. To show him a tape of him consorting with known members of the mob, which he is not supposed to be doing, per his parole. So, you know, basically, he, he kind of tries to blackmail him. What happens instead is he gets blackmailed and... Tom Sizemore as a mob boss says, I give a week, bring the fucking person back here who made the tape, or you're fucking dead. So, that does tie in, so we do have to mention that. Now, like we just said, he basically is running from the NSA the whole time. Eventually, he does find Elisa Bonet's source of information in this movie, who is Gene Hackman gene motherfucking hackman gene motherfucking (laughs) hackman he um he's kind of a badass guy who was a former nsa agent himself and is kind of trying to help him out since they're um i mean they basically framed will smith for murdering lisa bonet in this movie which is why he enlists the help of gene hackman as brill in this movie now, Gene Hackman knows a lot of the tricks they're doing, obviously, because he was an NSA, a former NSA guy who they screwed over. But, um, you know, doesn't catch all their tricks, but, you know, they've obviously upgraded a little bit. But, uh, you know, awesome! Some an awesome car chase scene in uh, in this movie where they're going down those railroad tracks, you know, shooting at each other, blowing each other up, and... Just a uh, you know, great fucking action scene for this movie. Um, uh, and as you can see I am trying to kinda blow through it so we can just kinda, you know, get through this. But um Anthony, am I missing anything so far?
0: Well you we we've kinda covered the highlights. I mean, you know, as we stated before we kinda went live behind the scenes. You're getting some behind the scenes uh Info here, folks. Before we went live, we kind of came to the conclusion that it's it's a good movie. Don't get me long. It's mm-hmm. fucking long as shit. It's almost three fucking hours. But it, it, there's really not a whole lot of meat and substance to it. I mean, but the gist of the whole movie is Will Smith is getting
1: tracked by the government. <laughs> right. And the mob. That's basically a- it. Yeah. Action movie. Uh, what he does at the end, though, is really smart since John Voight is looking for a tape. He does I mean, we'll go ahead and kinda of get in the end now. He does go ahead and after getting Brill to do a lot of the things that they're doing to the same guys that are, you know, trying to go after him, the NSA, they uh do bring John Voight and his crew to the mob boss in order to, to uh you know, he kinda of makes them think that the tape that he's looking for is the same one that the mob boss is looking for, who made it. And pretty much almost everyone in the room takes a bullet except for Will Smith. <laughs> but that's another great part. Everyone is just shooting and shooting and shooting. So, uh, he does, uh, Will Smith does end up, uh, of course, getting away and, uh, cleared of all charges, reunited with his wife. And, uh, it is the usual action movie with a good ending. Uh. Let me say we we kind of need to go a little bit into the movie. Uh, this is a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. Obviously, all the CSI movies are his. Yes. You know, oh, not the CSI movies. Jesus Christ, CSI TV shows yes. are his. A few more. There, there, there's a lot of movie out there. Movies that yes. will surprise you. I believe Varsity Blues is one of his too. Now, this will <laughs> surprise you. This movie was distributed by Disney.
0: Yes, in box. I want, to draw, I want to throw some numbers at you. Oh, go and, for and, it. and this is early 90s. This is a, oh, yeah. a
1: 1990s. Oh, this is a big box office movie. Go ahead. Yes.
0: The movie itself was made on a budget of $90 million.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: grossed $250.6 million.
1: God damn. So I would say this was a success. <laughs> now, once again, $90 million with Will Smith, Gene Hackman, John Voigt, Lisa Bonet, who still had a good career going at the time. I mean a lot of big actors were in this goddamn movie, you know? And like, you know, you know, I don't know if we I don't know if I mentioned
0: this on the air, but like this is during Will Smith's hot period. So if the oh, movie yeah. was, if the movie was made on a budget of ninety million, how much of you how much of that budget do you think Will Smith's uh contract ate up? Cause this is that coming like think this is coming off of bad boys Independence uh, Day, The First s- Men in Black. I'll say ten to somewhere from ten to twelve mil. No, yeah, no, that yeah, well, definitely didn't walk away with less than ten mil.
1: No, I'm, I'm I'm thinking ten to twelve. I mean, this was 1998. You know, two thousands is when you started to and you know Sandler makes twenty million a movie and you know which is, which is
0: funny as shit to think now.
1: <laughs> you know what though? Let's face it; those Sandler movies do fucking make money.
0: They do. Well, yeah, yeah, that because he has a built—he has a built-in audience. He has a Absolutely. built-in following.
1: He, hes, he's got, he got—he definitely has a following. And you know, I'll admit, I like a lot of his movies too. They are stupid. They are basically just Adam Sandler talking baby talk. I don't but get they're it. classics, you know, I'll be I, fucking,
0: you know, God and I'll be 80 years old sitting somewhere still laughing at Billy fucking Madison yeah. and Abby Gilmore.
1: I hope I am, God damn it. Yeah, I mean, come on. like
0: If if you can't laugh at the sight of fucking 70-something-year-old Bob Barker at the time beating the shit out of Adam Sandler, <laughs> then you, you, you have no soul. That was funny <laughs> as shit. We, really we, was. I just gave myself another idea for the show, Box. We gotta talk
1: about that movie one day. <laughs> just just Bob Barker himself? Jesus.
0: I mean, I don't know about you, Box, but I've all you know, because my grandma growing up, she got me in The prices Right. And Bob, it's, Bob, he's a charming guy. He's an engaging guy. He knows how to uh, work the camera, so to speak, like uh, mm-hmm. his raw appearance a few years ago. he He did pretty well for himself.
1: Oh, yeah. I, uh... Listen, I, I remember I'm older than you. My mom used to say that I would try to stay home just to watch The Prices Right from school.
0: No, uh, oh, no, I don't, I don't know if you were born. Because you were born in what? I don't know when you were born, but did you actually did you ever see that infamous uh, Prices Right episode back in the day where the chick got so excited her her tits popped out? They showed I, on all the
1: blueprints. No, I don't remember that. But yeah, I mean, I was born in '75, so that show was in its prime, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember sitting at home watching The Price is Right, dude. I remember sitting at home with my mom watching General Hospital. I've never my
0: my mom to this day is still like I've never I've never gotten into a soap opera damn, I'm fuck. I don't know why. It's just I I, I like it's weird. It's weird. I you remember the show soap? Oh yeah. I can actually watch that just because it's so over-the-top goofy. Mm-hmm. But I can't watch an actual soap opera. <laughs> Go figure. Really? I don't know what it is. I mean, I've never actually sat down the... Tr- I mean, who knows? Maybe one day I'll like it. It's like Friends. I, n- I didn't watch Friends when it was originally on. But now I love the reruns. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I, I- It just... I don't know. I, I've never really gotten into him, but you could almost say that, you know, you know, that's basically. You do watch a soap opera, you just don't realize it.
0: Now, real quick, we brought up Price is Right. Um, I haven't watched it in years. I mean, I've caught it here and there. But uh, what do you think of uh, Drew Carey as uh, Bob Barker's successor?
1: I think Drew Carey is weird. Um, and he actually morphed himself into looking just like a game show host game show host somehow. I don't know how he did that. Well
0: he lost he did lose a ton of weight, which, you know, for health reasons, I'm glad he did.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's really fucking weird looking to me, but um Yeah. Weird. I
0: weird. will say I will say this. Um on one of my all days from work, I did catch an episode of Prices. I don't know if it was a rerun or a new episode but they, I don't know what, it might have been a Halloween theme or something like that, but it was the weirdest thing. It was like a dress up like Drew Carey episode. And everybody oh, had the glasses and my God, just, to, just, the to, it hurt my eyes for a minute. Just look at the visual of like thousands of people with the fucking Drew Carey glasses on. My black, God. white,
1: Chinese, tall, skinny, that's, fat. That's like a really, that, 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 that's a Twilight Zone episode right there. <laughs> Yes. That's a fucking Twilight Zone episode. I mean,
0: honestly, it, it would have been that that's actually uh that's actually a fun episode. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Maybe we can review that. Like honestly, just do like a drinking game. Yeah, do Commentary maybe.
1: over it. Maybe, maybe. And uh, you know, we puts out a nice little uh gem here. Mel Gibson and Tom Cruise were both considered for Will Smith's part, but um they went with Will Smith. He really wanted to work with Gene Hackman, and obviously had worked with uh, Jerry Bruckheimer on Bad Boys, so just kind of all went together, you know.
0: It worked. I can't say the movie would have been any different, but it, yeah, it, it worked with Will Smith. I can't say it would have been any better or worse with a uh, Tom Cruise or uh, mm-hmm. even though when you think about it, the Mick, you know, uh, this might have been he might he was coming on Mission Impossible, and this this seemed like a uh, right up the alley of what Tom Cruise might have been doing at the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it might have been. I mean, and it it says Gene Hackman actually turned down this film many times, but uh, the director, Tony Scott, actually called him and talked him into fucking doing it. So, now it also, there's one line in this movie where uh, Will Smith is asked by the uh, NSA operatives if he bought lingerie for his wife and he says oh no you know i do a little cross-dressing on the weekends you know you'd be surprised how uh how great a pair of edible panties makes you feel you know so <laughs> that was actually improvised and they just let it stay <laughs> he said he couldn't couldn't resist it
0: <laughs> considering and, the state of will smith signing down that's
1: wow mm, yeah i didn't even think about that let me see wow that's it that, is <laughs> uh, wow yeah i can probably find that line
0: uh, Why you looking out, looking for that box? Isn't it kind of weird? I guess I guess things happen for a reason. But remember a movie that uh, uh Mel Gibson did uh, with uh Julie, I think it was Julia Roberts called Conspiracy Theory. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I it's been a minute since I saw that fucking. Oh,
1: film, but, no, long time since I've seen it. Yeah.
0: But it, it's kind of funny that he would have been considered for this role. Like I ain't because it might have came out like a year or two before this.
1: Yeah. Let's see. I'm close to it here. In an extortion. Close to that part. It's an Omega. So you're not constrained by attorney-client privilege. I'm going to keep pausing just so we don't get YouTubed off. <laughs> it's coming Sensitive up. materials to you. What kind of materials? Well, sensitive, so oh, we're you. hoping that you could... You, YouTube. Yeah, bitches. Uh, uh, no, he didn't ask me anything. These voice stress points. I right, hold on here. Almost, we're at the right part. We're just not at the Nature right... of physics. If he'd given me something, I would have known. Oh, he's lying. What about your packages, sir? Could something have slipped
2: in amongst the purchases without your knowledge? Oh. Excuse me. Daniel
1: Zell. Hold on. Did not God it. It. A damn, it, damn it. It's Damn it, it, it. it, damn it, damn it. It's a Mont Blanc. Creed it into any of my bodily or He does have a very nice Mont Blanc pen, though. That is a very nice pen. I don't think so, not without a warrant. Oh Christ. This guy's hey, good. How did you happen to be at Ruby's today? I was shopping for some lingerie. That's still legal, isn't it? You buying that for your wife? No, I was uh, picking something up for myself. I do a little cross-dressing on the weekends. You know, you'd know, you be surprised how a nice pair of edible panties can make a guy feel sexy. We thought it might be. <laughs> All right, that was improvised. <laughs> that is a good line. I will admit that is a good fucking line.
0: Yeah, and, and like I said, Will Smith, like, you know, it's not, it's not so much about the line always. It's how you deliver it. The way he said it, first of all, he's a better man than me because I could not say that shit with a straight face. No. <laughs> it, it, honestly, I I would probably be like a Bret Hart promo from back in the day where it would take take after take after take for me to get it right.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And Weebs we also says George Clooney was considered for a role. Sean Connery was considered to the Gene Hackman part. No. Oh, my <laughs> God. Sean Connery. Oh, Is he yes. still
0: alive? That's a, that's a throwback. Is he still alive? I'm not trying to know. wish. Is he still around?
1: I don't know. He'd be like, "Yes, I was with the NSA at one time," and
0: uh, and that's a guy. I don't know. That's a guy that always
1: <laughs> looked old. Even he always looked old. It, well, except in the Bond movies, he he looked a little. He he was distinguished in the Bond movies with you know the slick. Yeah, but he always he just seemed like he always hand. had
0: like the uh, what you the crow's feet, and I because I, I I used to be a Bond fan back in the day, mm-hmm. you know. Even watching those movies, I'm like, did this dude ever look young?
1: Yeah, no, no, but he definitely, uh, he's definitely a- alive. Um, and B Megs is asking, I have never seen the movie Gummo, but <laughs> I'll have to check it out because Weeb said it's good. <laughs> so we'll definitely give that one a check out. I guess one week. Uh, let's see if there's any more.
0: That the In gist this. of the movie out. This is the part where we we just kind of like shooting the shit.
1: Yeah, this is where we just part. Uh, just but um, go through some we, shit.
0: And uh, I want to take a little poll from the chat room, leaving you, Box. Get your opinion. Uh, I've been uh, going through some movies and thinking, uh, like different, like random eyeball movies for us to review. Um, are you a Michael Douglas fan, or did, were you ever a Michael Douglas fan of his movies?
1: Uh, yeah, Black Rain is one of my favorite action movies.
0: Yeah. How about this? Uh, were you a fan, and I, I was a fan for personal reasons, a lot of reasons. But uh, did you ever see Disclosure with Demi
1: Moore? A long time, yeah. It's been a while again.
0: I, as a young man, let me tell you something. Between that and fucking uh, and Decent proposal with mm-hmm. her and uh, Woody Harrelson and and uh, was it uh, Robert Rufford? My God, she. Oh, she
1: yeah, she. Was, I,
0: I swear, it had to be. Michael Douglas, for a period of years, must have had it written into his contract that, yeah, I got the fuck on cam, I got the fuck this one on camera. Cause he, I mean, think about it. Like, he had the scene where he did a uh, fucking, uh, Fable Attraction with Glenn Close. Mm hmm. A lot of sex in that. Yep. He did a uh, Basic Instinct. Yeah, A lot of sex in that. Now, that Sharon Stone in the prom. Mm
2: hmm.
0: Uh, he did a, uh, I just mentioned Disclosure with Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. A lot of sex in that. It was a few, <laughs> they had a few hot and heavy scenes in that one. Yeah. And, it, and, I, and I, you know, I, I'm exact, I'm joking here, but, uh, it, it really was a good movie. Basically, the gist of it was, uh, she was blackmailing him, saying sexual harassment, all that kind of stuff, and in the end, he gets his, she gets her comeuppance, and he wins, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. But, uh, uh, Benjamin in the chat, B Megs, brings up a good one, uh, falling Down. With Michael Douglas. That was a good okay, yeah. fucking move. We definitely gotta talk about that one of these weeks. I haven't seen it in a while, but I, the gist of it was he was just like a regular nine to five Demonager, copyright Bobby Heenan for that one.
2: Mm-hmm. And he
0: just got frustrated, he got just got fed up. And he just snapped. He started mowing motherfuckers down.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean he he was like the postal worker that genuinely just went home and said, you know what, fuck this shit. I'ma get my gun and just start mowing motherfuckers down. Damn. And I remember, I, I, I can't remember, maybe B-Megs in a chat can I help me out. I remember seeing he was at, like, a fast food restaurant. And anybody who's ever been to a fast food restaurant can relate to this. Like, you're dealing with a fucking idiot on the other side of the counter. A, and, and, and for some, he just flipped out. It was over a burger, like, something like that. He just, <laughs> he just flipped out. Like, they, they might have got his order wrong or they weren't listening to him. He kept saying, uh, he came in there very calmly. And like, I'm like a double whopper no cheese, ketchup on the side, that type of shit. And then it's like, he told him this calmly and coolly two or three times. And then he gets his order and it's all fucked up and he just proceeds to go the fuck
1: off. <laughs> yeah, he lost his fucking mind in that movie, dude. That
0: oh, Max even brings up another scene. Let me see. He lost his shit. He was minutes late for breakfast and mm-hmm. lost his shit. Like he just he was just like one of those guys that was easily triggered. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good, that's a, we definitely going to review that one of these here weeks, because that, that's a very, that's one of those forgotten movies.
1: Oh, shit. You know, you know who else was considered for a role in this movie? Who's that? It was Sylvester Stallone. Oh, that, uh, all
0: uh, due uh, respect to Sylvester Stallone. I, yeah, and I can't uh, picture Rocky uh, pulling this one off.
1: How you doing? My name is Brill. <laughs> that would not I mean, be good. I mean,
0: he's done serious roles where he didn't exaggerate the accent too much, but. Would, I just would, can't put you in paint
1: pulling that one off. But just think about it. Boxing is on in, in four separate scenes in this movie. It would have been fine. Um, another little quickie Will Smith did turn down a uh, the lead role in the movie Snake Eyes, which starred Nicolas Cage to star in this film. Huh. Wow. That movie actually turned into not only being called Snake Eyes, but it's called Cage Snake Eyes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's a few things in this movie, but um, what else was I? That's not one more. Tom Sizemore and Barry Pepper were in Saving Private Ryan. I'd never seen that whole movie.
0: I- I've tried to see. It's one of those movies. it. it- I got. I mean, I'm ashamed to say that I have not seen that whole movie as old as it is. I it's not that either. it's a bad movie, but it's it's long. It's hard. It's it's long, and in some parts, quite frankly, it's just hard to sit through.
1: Yeah, I've just really never sat down and watched the whole. I've seen pieces of it, and probably the whole movie through pieces, but never really sat and watched the whole thing.
0: Yeah, um, I'm trying to think here. Um, you see. Cause then I'm on this mode of just bringing up random movies, seeing oh. if you we're on the same page with certain things. Uh, What's that movie? Going blank. Um, we might have to review this just because it's so bad. It's good, and I'm sure Tommy will love it because it's, it's a Saved by the Bell reference. It's a say by the Bell tie-in. A movie about the name. Did you ever see that movie Showgirls with Elizabeth Berkley?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Now, Elizabeth Berkeley, you know, obviously, you know, to you, uh, got you nineties babies, late eighties babies, like myself, she was a uh, Jesse Spano from Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. Tommy, there you go. If you're listening, we still love you here. But um, she's an attractive woman. She's not ugly, but she was the most unappe—she <laughs> was the most unconvincing stripper I've ever seen in my life. She just seemed awkward, and she just, she honestly didn't even seem like she wanted, it's one of those movies where I don't even think she acknowledges it anymore. It was so bad. It was that bad. It, <laughs> it's taking on legendary status on how bad this fucking movie is.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I never really, I don't know. I mean, it was a good movie, but it wasn't that bad. I don't know. It wasn't great. It wasn't anything. I mean, it's not one that I would stop and watch. But I've seen it. I've seen it. And what what was the other one uh, with Demi Moore you mentioned uh
0: <sighs> A disclosure?
1: No or
0: strip tease. Striptease. Yeah. I don't I don't know what it was, man. Demi Moore
1: in the nineties was fucking hot. Now Striptease, hold on here. Let me make sure I'm Roof. right. Is that the movie I'm thinking of? It gotta be the movie. Yeah, might be,
0: yeah. Cause I, I just remember being very obsessed with Penny Moore in the
1: 90s. Okay, Striptease was mostly filmed in Fort, in Fort Lauderdale, but it's not really Fort Lauderdale. It was actually Lighthouse Point, Florida, which was actually right across the street from where I was living at the time. So there were camera crews all around that, the place at that time.
0: Oh wow! So yeah, yeah, a little bit of a history there. Did you uh, get me autographs? Did you? No. Is there? Is there, no. Did Box get a walk-on role?
1: No, no. But there's a there was a little strip club that had closed right across the street that they used. So I had been there once, but it was a cool little strip club, man. Cool little strip club, but it was it was actually the first one I had ever been in. I was 17 years old, and they got me in couple of guys i knew
0: and uh, i'm looking it up um I'm, i actually uh, went to uh wikipedia
1: mm-hmm.
0: this is just uh since we were talking about showgirls and i'm not going to read all of this but uh i'm reading through the uh little uh information packet here they have and under cult status check this out box okay since its release the film has achieved cult status according to writer naomi klein ironic enjoyment of the film initially arose among those with the video before MGM capitalized on the idea. (laughs) Excuse me, guys. Uh, MGM noticed the video was performing well because trendy 20-somethings were throwing showgirls irony parties, laughing sardonically at the implausibly poor screenplay and shrieking with horror at the aerobic sexual encounters.
1: Whoa. Did so, uh, aer- wow. Aer- aerobic sexual encounters reminds me of what Amy Schumer said about Dolph Ziggler. Yes. I don't know why, but it does.
0: Yeah, yeah. She said she left. La- I mean, wow. That, I that That's a hell of a problem to have.
1: Mm. If, if
0: a chick ever tells me that, bless, best believe, I'm going to scream it from the uh, the uh, mountaintops. She <laughs> broke up with me because the sex was too athletic. I was doing too much shit for her to keep up with. Yeah. That's that. That's a hell of a problem for a guy to have. That's a bad. That's like a badge of honor. That I, I would walk around proudly if I was Dolph Ziggler.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he. Well, he probably does. Yeah. Who knows?
0: Did you? Uh, I guess since we <laughs> since you brought that situation up, did did you, did you remember hearing the story of a uh, Sonny uh, allegedly? Uh, Dolph Ziggler marked out when uh, I guess they had that little encounter. Oh, I. I mean, which I you know I could believe. You know, say what you want about the woman. She, she made many dicks crooked when she came when she was around in the nineties. So even even a past her prom stunning to somebody that grew up watching her in the nineties, early two thousands, it, it's like a it's it's like a badge of honor. It's like you know you get you you get a chance to fucking jerk your poster comes to life.
1: I'm sh- dude. I mean, let's face it, it. Back then she was probably still pretty good, but. He probably did grow up staring at her and you know, that might have been like one of his first little, you know, woman jerk offs for all we know.
0: Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean we, we can we can make all the sunny jokes we want, but I'm pretty sure, especially now you you're dealing with a, a lot of youngins. I mean, a lot crazy. a lot of a lot of the people that are in the business now were babies or, you know, young young uh tweens, teenagers when uh ninety the mid nineties when guys like Sean and uh fucking Triple H and the Rock were on top. <laughs> So now they're on oh, yeah. top and they're getting to encounter these people. I'm pretty sure it's like a special type of moment, special time, type of deal when they encounter these people.
1: Oh, I mean, if I banged like Lita, trust me, I'd mark the fuck out.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, you know, Put it to you like this: if, if if the day comes, if the day comes where I, I get to bang a, like a Trish Stratus or a Victoria. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, that's another. That's another. That's a name that doesn't get an, enough uh, credit. So I'm going to put her over. She was very attractive. I, we're actually Facebook friends, and she. I, I just. I've always dug her. You know, she's a cool person, and goddamn, she's fine. But um, my point was, I said, if if ever the day comes where I get the bang like a WWE diva, ex diva, whatever, any woman of prominence in the business, Dave Meltzer won't have to worry about. I'll give Dave Meltzer the scoop, my damn self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I... <laughs> Dave, look. Me and Dave, look. Whatever his whatever the name of his show or podcast is, because I know he has one. Um, he can bring me on, and I'll break the news. It won't have yeah. to be allegedly. It won't be one of these situations where allegedly, according to sources, the Wrestling Observer has learned of an, a sexual encounter. No, no. Dave Meltzer got the got the straight scoop from me. According to Anthony, he yep. banged
1: <laughs> Victoria. Yep.
0: yep. Definitely. God. Definitely.
1: Trish Stratus would just be. My God! Imagine all the yoga she can do. Oh,
0: and not even that. And and uh, obviously, like when she got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Clearly, I don't know if you have ever seen her husband. Clearly, she's not a she's not a mark for a uh, good look like like you know over the top good looking sexy men. No, he's just a dude, just a guy. That that, that was like wow. He
1: that makes you yes. that makes
0: you think that wow she's one of those women that. Uh, That appreciates style over substance. I mean, I'm sorry, substance over style.
1: Yeah, we all have a chance. Let's face it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's true. I don't know. I mean,
0: did you you kind of fall off the bandwagon a little bit when she went with a natural hair color?
1: No. Did she she
0: lose something without the blonde hair?
1: No, I think she gains without the... I think she looks better without the blonde hair.
0: You think she looks better with a natural hair color? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I do. I like it. I do. I think she looks just fine. The way she is, tone and hot, no problems.
0: Yes, yes. Weeves hits the nail on the head. That's why we love you, Weaves. Mark out and not pull out. Motherfucking right.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, 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 yes.
1: All right, all right. What do you think, Anthony?
0: Well, we covered the movie. We had a lot of fucking fun. Unless you can, uh, unless somebody wants to call in, or uh, you can think of something else we might have missed. I think we, got uh, hit all the high notes.
1: Nah, not even gonna bother with calls. It's almost it's fucking midnight most places. Nobody's gonna jump on the line. Nah, we'll just, ah, no one's calling tonight. We'll take it easy. We'll get a. we'll go on and get the hell out of hell. But, uh,
0: before, uh, before we do that, mm-hmm. I actually want to put out a little, uh, little note here. Uh, next week, uh, we actually talked about it, and I think it's pretty much appropriate. We're creeping up. On 20 almost 20 years since we lost uh, one of my uh, childhood heroes. Shit, fuck is still one of my heroes, Tupac Amurl Shakur. He died in September of 1996. I don't, th- I, I still haven't gotten over it. Uh, let me see. I'm looking, I want to say he died on September the 13th. Oh, I'm looking Jesus. up, his, I'm looking up yeah. the date now, but um, but uh, in honor of that, next week we're going to review. A movie that doesn't get talked about too much anymore, but motherfucker, it should. Tupac was not just a rapper. He was a hell of a good actor. Mm-hmm. Underrated, in my opinion. We're going to review his very first movie, Juice.
1: Yes. Now, I've been one to say I really don't care for rap music, and I don't. But Tupac actually had something to say. If you, It wasn't just bullshit, you know. I it, it it wasn't forcing something to rhyme, he never shoehorned shit in. He he had actually words to say in his music, which was good. I, I did yeah. like Tupac, so Yeah, Tupac you know, was I, like
0: uh he was like a um he wasn't a rapper in a traditional sense, he was almost like a spoken word poet.
1: It, basically he did poetry. Basically, yeah. I i I I'd agree with that and yeah i juice was like I said before the show that was that's definitely up there as one of my favorites. I fucking love that movie. I just watched it well like two three months ago i said i watched i went through like that one and a bunch of a bunch of the uh those nineties i guess you could call nineties gangster movies I don't know what yes, else you can
0: call and it. Uh, yeah, I'm looking it up now yes he did you know we did lose him way too fucking soon September thirteenth nineteen ninety six and and what? if you uh to the nineties babies out there. If you really want to feel fucking old, remember early I was talking about how guys, you know, once the guys from the '90s start to age, you start to feel old. Mm-hmm. Tupac was born in June. He was born on June 16, 1971. He died when he was 25, so do the math. Yeah,
1: that was be, he
0: would be 45 years old.
1: He'd be coming up on his 45th birthday this
0: year, yeah. Or he'd be 45, man. So that that just freaks me out, man. this time is fucking flying, folks. Enjoy your life. Have fun. Lab, don't get so caught up in petty bullshit. Go yeah. out and have fun. Smoke some weed. Yeah. <laughs> so I oh. mean seriously, do something. I mean, all the shit that's going on, have fun. I would well, like me and Box, me and Shaheen, we do this shit because it's fun. It's a good way to decompress, shoot the shit with you guys, and just, just have a good time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree, man. All right. So definitely. Next week we're gonna do juice. So make sure you all tune in for that, and of course, here let me get a little a uh, little music behind me. You you can't hear it, but trust me, it's playing in the background. Uh, <laughs> uh, there we go. Join us next week. We're gonna do the same same day, same time, as far as I know. Friday, <laughs> nah, eleven o'clock Eastern and that will be good. Oh, what the fuck? This is what I wanted to do. Here we yes, go. folks.
0: Uh, yeah, I know we, me and Bob, we've been uh, bouncing all over the place in terms of our time. So like, it's like fucking TNA over here, but no. Yeah. Uh, God willing, it, and, and unless something major comes up, personally, Friday nights, 11 o'clock, that's going to be the time to tune in to THT, com slash THT podcast for THT
1: movie review. Yeah. There you go, Mixer.com, and we can find us on iTunes, of course, you can find us at THD Movie Review, Facebook.com slash THD Movie Review, YouTube, guess what, THD Movie Review, and of course, on Twitter, I'm not gonna fucking say it again, you know where to find it. Uh, And like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, don't ever forget to check us out on Wednesdays for THT Wrestling Podcast right here on Mixler. That is at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Normally, we start that one on time. (laughs) I said normally, not always. So, (laughs) but... uh, you need any more about that, you can just go directly to our Facebook group, Facebook.com slash group slash THD podcast. And Anthony, had a good time, man. Good times.
0: And uh as always, thanks for having me, Box. Uh I know I'm I know uh, I'm a co host of the show, but you make it happen. You're the uh fucking uh, you're the man behind you're the wizard of THT. You uh, make this shit work with all of your production know how. You're our Anthony yeah. Missionary Thomas, if you will.
1: Mm, I'm just the guy who has two computers. I'm, it's convenient. No, 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 That's no, no,
0: no, come on. <laughs> no, I'm putting you over here. Give yourself more credit. You bring a lot to Thank you, sir. Me.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. Trust me, man. I couldn't do this without a co-host. So I really appreciate you coming on every week. And, I mean, Jesus Christ, you're out. You should be over there fucking drinking with your boys. So you go ahead and do that. We're going to head on out of here. And we will see everybody next week. Juice later. You're the one later.